amazingly enough, before you know it, before you can even imagine it, before you, you, you even put on your shoes in the morning, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be spring. You're going to want to go outside and work in the yard. You're going to want to go like trim stuff and, and cut down all the dead stuff from winter. You're, you're going to want to go get all the gook off your yard. You're going to want to get your lawnmower working again. Yes, that's going to be happening before you even know it. Hi, everybody. My name is Michael Kroos, and you are listening to Ask the Garden Geek, and that's me, the geek. I, I You know what? I, I just met a guy online who has a podcast called the Pest Geek Podcast, and we kind of agree on some stuff. I, I'm watching. You know, I'm, I'm watching, and I'm also very impressed with him. And, uh, you know, I said, you need to come on my podcast. He says, uh, you need to come on my podcast. And I said, no, you need to come on my podcast. He goes, what's the name of your podcast? I said, Ask the Garden Geek, and Frank is the guy's name. He said, okay, let's do it. Let, let, let's do it. So I got to get with Frank. Maybe next week I'll have Frank on as a guest because Frank is an expert at, uh, at, 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 at poisoning people. Well, no, he's he's not an he, he. It's not to say that he goes out and poisons people, but he knows an awful lot. I mean, this guy's smart. He lives in Miami. I, I've been watching him. He's smart. Knows his stuff. Knows about toxicity and how to be safe around stuff. So we're, we're going to have Frank on. Hopefully next week we will get together and uh, record a podcast, and it should be fun. So I know what you're saying. A lot of you people up north have snow all over the damn ground. It is, and, and as you get towards the end of February, and by the way, I'm recording this on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Many of you, many of my friends and relatives in Michigan have had enough. They're saying, enough of this. My son up in, in, in Millville, New Jersey is saying, okay, you know, we need to do it. And, and it happens very fast. I mean, right now you're freezing, you have a duties off. But before you know it, before you actually know it, the snow is going to melt away and it's going, you're going to walk outside and you're going to say, I want to cut something. I want to, I want to cut me part of that tree off because it's dead. And you're going to go out and you're going to get your saw or you're going to go get your chainsaw and you're going to oil it up and you're going to get it all ready to go. And you're going to be up there climbing up and and, and sawing stuff up. I just know it. I feel it in my brains. Now, hopefully, hopefully, if you, especially if you've been listening to my show for the past 35 years, which, you know, some of you have. I, I have people who I get emails from who have listened to this show for the whole 35 years, which is freaking amazing. I haven't even listened to the show for the whole 35 years, and I do the show. I'm the one who's done the show for 35 years. By the way, in my garage are boxes and boxes and boxes. I've thrown some of them out, and I'm you know, getting ready to throw more out, of cassette tapes of my radio shows from the 90s. It's weird. It's, it's really, really weird. Uh, my son Tyler wants all of them, but uh, you know, I, his, I, I don't think it's going to happen because his mother, who he lives with, does not want all of these things in her house. But it might happen, you know, because I just might give them to him. Just it just it could easily happen. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, I remember now. I was talking about all this stuff that's going to happen in spring. Uh, but if you've been listening to me, you did everything right in the fall. 
And by doing everything right in the fall, you fertilized. First of all, you let your grass grow a little bit longer than normally, so it would overwinter better and would hold the nutrients you put down. You fertilized it really well. You fertilized your lawn. You fertilized your shrubs. You fertilized your trees. You fertilized the car. No, you didn't fertilize the car. Uh, and I haven't even had that much caffeine today. But anyway, Ronald, roll, if you've done that, here's what's going to happen. Your yard, your landscape is going to look 20 times better than the neighbor next to you who did not do this. That is correct. The fall fertilization is the most important of everything that you do. By the way, the fall planting is the most important thing that you ever do. But let us, let us not digress because spring is here and some of you haven't done any of that stuff. And you're saying, but Michael, what am I going to do? I didn't do that in the fall. You're going to do it now. As spring comes on, I get asked, and, and here's the answer to the question. But first, I should give you the question. All right, I'm in a good mood. Uh, the, the question is, Michael, when do I fertilize in the spring? You fertilize in the spring as soon as you see new growth coming from any plant. All right, when you see new growth popping up in the yard, when you see new growth popping out of the shrubs, when you see new growth coming up on that tree, now's the time. As soon as you see that, just just, just put down the fertilizer. Just put down the fertilizer. There's a guy down in, in uh, Parrish, Florida. He's called the, uh, the lawn care nut, Alan Haim. Alan Haim and I used to work for the same company, not at the same time, but we used to work at the same company long ago and far away. And he is a lawn care nut. He truly is. And you know what he says about fertilizer? And if you, you can find him on YouTube, look for the lawn care nut on YouTube. He says, throw her down. He says it just like that. I don't know. I don't think I say it with as much bravado as he does. Let me try that again. And Alan, if you're listening, let, let me know how I did. Throw her down. Uh, that's that's the best I could do. And I, I I'm looking at at my I'm look I'm looking at my audio program, and I, I may have clipped, so I should try and tone that down a little bit. Bear with me, audience. I'm trying to do audio here. Throw her down. I think that one was better. I think that's the best of all of them so far. But anyway, do what I just said. What Alan Haynes says to do, and throw this stuff down. Get out there and fertilize. And now you're saying, but Michael, what do I fertilize with? Well, you know what? Uh, you want to... Here's what I know about fertilizer, okay? And I learned this a long time ago. I learned this mostly from a guy... Well, I learned it from Garth Craig, who is a farmer uh, from North Carolina. When he was 65 years old, he told me this, and that was in 1972. What do you think the chances of Garth walking on the earth are today? But anyway, Garth said... You know, you think fertilizer is everything. Fertilizer is just, you know, a helper. That's what he called it. He called it a helper. And then there was a guy named Paul Baumiller, who I worked with at a company called Perfilon out of Ohio. And he referred to fertilization, and I totally agree with him on this. I absolutely, totally agree with Paul on this. I haven't seen Paul in years. But he referred to fertilizer as supplementation for the natural nutrients that are in the soil, because there are lots of natural nutrients that naturally occur in soil. If you go out into the woods 
everything looks really good because everything is natural out there. You know, there's woods, there's trees, there's ground underneath it, there's stuff that, you know, some type of grass or some kind of floor that grows underneath the trees. Some areas, not so much because it's real shady. But out in nature, everything looks beautiful. Doesn't need any supplementation at all. Does not need any supplementation at all. But when we start building neighborhoods and we put streets in and houses and concrete and, you know, we just mess with Mother Nature like you would not believe in absolutely nothing in our existence where we live in modern America today could be considered natural. Most of our turf grass is imported from someplace else, and turf grass in itself is starting to get a really bad name these days. Not from me. I am a staunch defender of turf grass. But many people are getting really PO'd about having turf grass. They think it's, you know, it, it, anyway, later. But, you know, our trees don't grow normally because they've got concrete covering the feeder roots, everything. The, the shrubs that we put up next to our house, half the roots go, feeder roots go under the house. Thus, they don't get the nutrients that they would naturally get out into the, out into the wilderness. So we, by fertilizing, must supplement the natural fertilizer that's happening. Out in the woods, leaves fall, birds die, birds poop, animals poop. All these things just sort of happen naturally out there. And uh, everything looks good. But if we stop doing that in our yards, in our, yeah, I remember in the 90s reading an article and they had all these pictures of, where somebody let a yard just, they did not touch a yard for a year. I bet you the neighbors love that, by the way. They just let it go natural for a year. And at the end of the year, it the grass had grown, but then it had kind of matted down, uh, you know, and everything didn't look terribly bad, but it didn't look terribly good. And the author explained, well, there's no way we can go back to totally being natural because of all this concrete and swimming pools and, and all of that stuff. So, but, you know, because we live in neighborhoods, we must supplement. And those of you who live out in the country, by the way, you got a you got concrete around your house, you got a driveway, you got all kinds of stuff happening out there, okay? It's even a barn, all right? You, but you got a lot of stuff happening. So we must supplement the natural nutrients that are in the soil. So that's what we do. And what kind of fertilizer you use depends upon where you live, what you're growing, what your goals are. I'm going to tell you what I use. I use a lot of natural fertilizer. I use Milorganite, or actually I'm using the generic version of Milorganite. And the only reason I do that is because the prills are larger and it works better in my fertilizer spreader. But I use Milorganite all the time. I also add uh, once or twice a year, I will add a citrus fertilizer, a 468 to my lawn deal. And I do that primarily uh, because most of the lawn fertilizers today do not have phosphorus, but also many of the lawn fertilizers today, are, well, milorganite does not have potassium. And I think the lawns need the potassium. I think all of our shrubs need potassium. I think all uh, things that grow in the ground need potassium. So I will use a uh, fruit tree fertilizer twice a year on everything. And what do I fertilize my shrubs with? Well, I use milorganite in there as well. 
but I also use the citrus fertilizer or the fruit tree fertilizer if you live up north. And I, that's what I used. And I always, when I buy that fertilizer, I, if I've said before, look for the statement of secondary nutrients. That's all the little minor elements and stuff. So look, it's getting exciting. It's going to be spring. The Super Bowl's over with. Easter's coming up. Man, you know, uh, Luke and Laura are getting married on General Hospital. Oh, wait a minute. That happened in the 70s. Never mind. But it's, it's coming. It's going to be great. We'll see you next week, uh, hopefully, with the pesky. Pesky.